This Seattle Medium podcast is sponsored by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.seataxshops.com. A racially motivated mass shooting took place in Jacksonville, Florida on the same day that America was celebrating the 60th anniversary on the March on Washington. And with me today to talk about this issue is someone who really needs no introduction and probably won't get uh, any more invitations to appear on Fox News is political commentator Opio Sacconi. Good morning, Opio. Good morning, Chris. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. <laughs> uh, Opio, uh, this, this is a tragic incident. People are comparing this to the shooting that took place in Buffalo, um, but I know this one hit a little closer to home, especially for you. Yeah, um, you already know that I manage the Florida Star and the Georgia Star newspapers as well as a, a radio show called Impact in Jacksonville, Florida. The Florida Star newspaper been around since 1951. The, the late leader of the paper who brought me in was Clara McLaughlin, who's an incredible woman herself. Well, we dropped these papers off at a number of, of the stores. Some of our stores are Donald General stores. That store was not ours, but a store next, a food mart store. If you look on Google, there's a food mart store. That store carried the, or used to carry the Florida Star newspaper. I still have to see if it's still on our list. Uh, but that Newtown area, we know very, very well. Um, EWC is real close by. Um, so what I heard was, because I, I was there that week before. I wasn't there last week when it happened. Um what I heard was he first went into a family dollar. My brother was thinking that this happened at a family dollar because people told him that they had saw him there. But he ended up leaving there, didn't do anything there, went to EWC's camp. I still call it EWC, but it's Ed Waters College, Ed Waters University now. Um, so he, he went over there. He went into a parking lot. When I saw the parking lot he went to, that was a parking lot that I parked my car into when I went and did a, uh, a um they had me to come in to, uh, to keynote a speech at the university for Kwanzaa uh, some years back. So I'm looking at him there, and I'm like, wow, you know, that's, that's hometown right there. He puts on a vest there, but some students saw him. People talk about the security guards, but some students saw him, and they told the office, and he was right by the security guard office. All he had to do was walk across the street, and the security guard office is right there where he was at. And so I guess he got challenged uh, by the um, uh, the security guard, and then he left. It's amazing. Uh, he and the first store, they say he left because there was a security guard that came into the store. So now you see how important security is. And so he ultimately went to this Dollar General. Uh, he went in and he killed three black people. Twenty-one year old, living with his parents. He lived in a, a adjoining a county, Clay County, which is where Orange Park is, and. 
it's just a really sad situation because, you know, we'll, we'll talk about all the media hype around this, but there are some funerals that's going to happen. There are some people that are home right now that are crying that can't believe this is happening. And I think one of them, the Gillian guy, he was a father. You know, so I think that's how we have to think about this is when all the lights are off and, and nobody's thinking about everything, those people that are crying on their pillows at night. Right. And I hope you bring up a good point because, you know, when incidents like this occur, you know, there is a spotlight put on them because it's, um, you know, it's the hot thing in the news and the news is all over for, you know, maybe a week or two. And then after that is over and the dust settles and everybody in locally, including those families that were directly impacted, are sitting there trying to, you know, pick up the pieces and put their lives, you know, back together as best they could. And so... You know, we talk about these incidents that took place. We talk about something that took place in Charleston, South Carolina. We talk about what happened in Buffalo. We're talking about Jacksonville, Florida now. And we look at the state of uh, affairs in this country as it relates to people who will, uh, you know, go out here and and do uh, some sort of mass shooting, especially ones that are racially motivated. And we have to ask ourselves the question, you know, number one, is this something that people should have expected one way or another, given where we are uh, with race relations in this country today? And if so, how do we better um, prepare for it and or take some uh, proactive uh, measures, whatever that may be? Because it just seems that this, these things are so random that we just don't really see them coming, even though we probably should. See, when you have leaders that during political times say, you know, these wonderful-sounding words to certain people, it becomes dog ear to them. That means they say something that the soldier or the something person, they kind of know what you're trying, what you're saying without you even have to say it, right? This is how the Civil War happened in this country. It was during a, um, a heightened political um, uh, a, a heightened political season that ultimately everything ultimately got kicked off in the highest way at the very end. Um, but you had DeSantis, some, some call him Demor, uh, a Demoron, but you know you have a number of different things that you're doing. He's the anti-woke, all these different things that he's doing, uh, uh, black history, uh, uh, diversity, a number of things that he sends out to uh, this racist population saying that, hey, I'm for you. And all the white politicians do it in the Republican Party. Even black politicians do that. They do these type of dog ear, dog ear type of things. And then uh, after that, you're going to have crazy people that, that do what crazy people do. And instead of DeSantis standing up at that press conference that was held by a friend of mine named Jacoby Pippen, she's a city councilwoman there, um, and she's on the hot seat right now for, for inviting him. They're calling her Mammy and all kind of stuff. But it's still him saying, you know what, I've said some things and uh, I've supported some policies, policies that will make people think that I'm racist. But let me tell you right now, I am not. He did not come out as a leader and say, right, because this is a, during a uh, political campaign. Uh, but when it's all said and done, we have a Supreme Court uh, that says that forget about affirmative action, sending out information. Uh, you got the DeSantis doing what he's doing. Uh, and you create a climate which this type of thing happens. Right, right. And, you know, Opio, you, you talk about the, the Supreme Court. You talk about all these different things. And, and the bottom line for some of the stuff that is racially motivated is a sense of resentment towards 
African Americans for whatever reason in America. People, especially if people think that we're taking their jobs, if they think we're taking over the country, if we think that, you know, with all these, you know, we're 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 going to be the majority in so many years or whatever it is that they they're feeling, certainly um, that is something like you said with the rhetoric that can it's with the right type of rhetoric and you know calming down some of this, this racially inflaming rhetoric that people are spewing out there, but changing those dialogues, changing those conversations, changing that rhetoric, and really, you know, being able to put out, the media is responsible for this too, but putting out uh, the true reality of what is happening in America, especially with African-American and other underserved communities, you know what I'm saying, uh, and putting a, a true narrative for what actually is taking place in our communities all across this country and why those things are occurring. You know, we're still trying to get on the same level uh, of prosperity and economic uh, development and passing on inter, uh, intergenerational wealth that's taking place in so many other communities but not taking place in ours. Man, you hit the nail right on the head. So on the cover of the Florida Star, so, so this week we had the last week's issue of the Florida Star, and so we had on there, of course, the big event where Janetta B. Cole came in and raised millions of dollars. Uh, we we are always reporting positive on Africa. If you look at the Florida Star, there's always something positive about Africa and what's going on in Africa. And then we have the the March on Washington uh, that we uh, had on there. And it's so interesting that this happened uh, an anniversary of March on Washington. It also happened on the anniversary of a killing, a mass shooting that happened in Jacksonville. Some a couple years before, well, we we were the only one had a drone out there, and we took pictures of the landing, but the landing's not there anymore. We took a picture of the landing where that mass shooting that happened during this, the exact same time. It was a gaming event that happened there in Jacksonville, and it happened a few years before on the exact same day. Um, so when we talk about um, the Florida Star having this story this week, on the side of that, dealing with blacks in contracts, because when it's all said and done, it's about People not wanting us to have anything. You know, when we talk about uh, those government contracts, they could say, hey, give black people 10 percent. The white people want 100 percent. You know, when we talk about reparations, they'll say, well, you can get anything except money. We apologize. We'll do anything, but we don't want you to have money. And so that gives you an idea of the importance of black people getting money, black people uh, having the economics, because with economics, Malcolm X said it over and over again. When you got good economics, you get good schools, you got good schools, you get a good education, you get a good education, you live in a good community, you live in a good community, uh, and you have children, and ultimately that cycle happens again. And that's where black people are trying to go. We've, everybody's trying to get where the, the Bennett's are right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Well, people definitely are trying to live out uh, their best life and live out their dream, and so we really want to continue people to do that. But also, I guess and people hate us because of that. Yeah. For some reason, the the world is worse if we we have not but poor thugs run around here. The, the world is better for everybody if if, if uh, the economics is better for black people. But you know, you just people just hate us so much, and we're just going to have to stand up and fight back. That's the only way you do it: is fight back. All right. Well, on that note, Opio. I want to thank you for joining us on today's show this morning and talking about this issue. Like I said, I know it's close to home for you, but certainly our prayers are with uh, everybody uh, in Jacksonville, Florida, particularly uh, the families that were directly impacted by this uh, horrific incident. 
Thank you. And y'all make sure y'all support the Seattle Medium and the Portland Medium newspapers. All right. We'll be right back with a message from the people to the people. 